Welcome to Business Talk Sister Doc. I'm Becca. And I'm Ruthie. And today we get the opportunity to talk with Sebastian Biba about a business that he has. And we're super excited to talk to him because we haven't, I haven't talked to him for a very long time. <laughs> and um, we're going to stay till the end because we have a really good story we're going to share with you about Sebastian. <laughs> um, and then so within that, Sebastian is going to tell us a little bit about his business. So what do you do? Yes, great to um, talk with you guys here. And uh, yes, basically I do, uh, I have two campers and I rent it to other people during the summertime. Nice. And that, that's my business, yeah. Yeah, so tell us a story. How did you get involved with that? Um, it started like this, that my wife and I, we uh, made a Europe trip ourselves two years ago. So we uh, first wanted to rent a car a camper for this time but we realized wow four months it's like it costs a lot of money so we just decided hey let's just buy one uh, so after these four months we fell really in love with uh, this type of uh, vacation and flexibility and just uh, just uh, yeah camping in europe mm -hmm. so uh, we decided hey we want to keep the the van but we also knew wow it, it costs a lot of money to to hold it to to have a space mm -hmm to invest in it uh, but during this travel uh, someone said hey you can rent it to other people if, because of course you don't have vacation all the time yourself so we we said hey let's try this in the in the autumn mm -hmm. so we did and surprisingly there were lots of people who wanted our camper for two weeks or one week or longer mm -hmm. so um we did it the next year again and then it went also really good there was a lot of um, yeah, people who wanted it. So we decided to buy a second one. And so right now we have uh, two cars we, we rent in the summertime. Wow. So you have these, these beautiful campers that you've got. And, and where are you located? Uh, yeah, we're located in Austria, in the western part. It's not Australia, just saying. It's Europe, <laughs> this small country uh, under Germany. And as you may know, Europe is really small in comparison to the States. Mm. So in within one or two hours, we can hit actually from my location, you can hit like five different countries in oh. Europe. So um, yeah, it's called, the city is called Innsbruck. Mm. And um, yeah, like in half an hour, we're in Italy. In one hour, we're in Germany. Wow. And then Switzerland and Liechtenstein. And it's, it's just really close, right? Yeah. So it's, it's good for tourists if they want the flexibility to, to see different countries and not book hotels, but also be close to the ocean or the, the some sea or some mountain mm. um, place. Uh, it's really practical for them to, to, to buy a van for this time or to rent, rent uh, a camper, yes. Yeah, does it get complicated for them crossing borders and stuff like that or not really? Not at all. Really? I mean, Switzerland is a, the small exception. Mm -hmm. All the other parts are in the European Union. Okay. Um, but it's no, it's not. They're not even uh, borders, so um, you can just cross. No one cares, really. <laughs> huh. So then, when they come back, then what's your process? Then do you have to clean them and then pass it on to somebody else? Is there? What does that look like? Um, right. We have a. Uh, like a sheet, you know, in the beginning and the end, you, you fill out, you know, the, how many uh, miles 
mm. is on the on the car. Um, then you go around, you look at the outside, you mark some some um, damages what, or things like damages, that. right? Things, mm -hmm. and and the same for the inside. And um, yeah, when they come back, right? You you check it again. They they get back the money, the the the, the caution. We say I don't know. Okay. If that's the right word. The deposit. The deposit, right? Yeah, damage deposit. Okay. Right, and um, yeah, then that's it. So it's and yes, of course, for me, it's then it's it's cleaning to set up everything for the next campers and and yeah, that's basically yeah the work. So, yeah. So then, do you have um, a lot of time between campers? Like, where do you store it in the meantime when people aren't renting it? The fortunate thing is. In our city, we have like a permit for the streets to park it there. Okay. So we don't have a private parking spot, but on the street, it's really close mm -hmm. to our house. So we can park it there. Um, and yeah, usually I, I try to have two days in between that you have time for uh, filling up the gas. Okay. Um, also the camping gas for the kitchen mm -hmm. um, to clean it and just if if something is needs to be repaired then i have time to do that so two days i i like to have yeah are there any specific rules or anything with the the company that you go through that they have to say you have to have this cleaned or you have to have these specific things to use a camper um yes i mean they have there's some things who must be inside that you actually can call it a camper okay. so like kitchen things um uh, a fridge um electricity for um when you are at the camping space and um but then they're they're really different type of cars okay within that um yeah website through i, I do that <laughs> lots of variety yeah tell yes. us about Tell us about the, the company that you go through. You said you heard about it with uh, while you were on your, your four-month vacation. That is crazy to me. That's such a European thing that doesn't normally happen in the U.S. <laughs> Unless you're a teacher. Yeah. Yes. I, I like to describe it because the most people know Airbnb. And it's yeah. basically the same, same idea, right? Okay. Only with a camper. So it's called Paul Camper. Okay. Uh, Paul Camper. Com. I think it's a German company, but um, I read they tried to, um, you know, also uh, set it up in other countries as well. Okay. But for now, it's really in the in Europe and the German-speaking countries. It's it's kind of getting famous. Yeah. And um, yeah, you know, they they bring the clients to me basically. Oh, nice. Their websites, they they find. Oh, I want to start my trip in Innsbruck. So then find my cars. And then they can ask, they can uh, have my calendar there. They can uh, uh, ask me, hey, is it free? How much costs it? And then I can communicate with them. Of course, they get a, a part of it. They get like 20% of the price. It's their uh, promotion. Okay. Um, and there's also a part uh, for um, insurance, mm. what, what I have to pay. And then, yeah, maybe around 60% of the price I can uh, receive, basically. I can oh, okay. get. Yeah, another thing I recommend, especially for you guys, 
from the States or from Canada who come to Europe for some weeks for Europe trip, um, like, of course, normally public transportation is really good in Europe, you know, trains and everything. But especially if you want to go to the south of Europe, uh, starting from Italy over Croatia or Greece or, or these areas, um, I just uh, recommend you to think of maybe use a camper for this. Like I said before, the, um, the borders are really open. It's really easy. And with this way, you can just get to every ocean, to every spot, to every city really easy. Mm. And uh, it's just maybe for, for people from the, the States, a new way to, to uh, make a vacation in Europe. Yeah. So when you uh, started doing this, and how did you think, okay, this is going to be, we like it so much. We're going to do two campers. What made you make that decision? Was it like the profitability or was it just because you wanted to use one while other people were renting your other one or what, what made you come to like, yeah, we're going to make this next investment. Uh, probably both. The one thing is I, I just love these cars. I love like everything is um, in perfect place everything is so um well thought through you know every inch of the camper car is just perfectly made for this and so that's that's how i kind of um, started to love it uh yeah also the flexibility for us if one camper is away a month you know we, we sometimes said oh man now we would like to to have our own small uh, vacation you know for four days to some lake and of course, with two cars, we, we can use more likely one of us for us as well. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, also the, you know, with the customers also to, to talk with them, to have a, um, that they have a good experience. Uh, we just, yeah, it was, it was, it was fun in the normal, like, uh, life. I'm a social worker. So it's something completely different and I just really like the, yeah, some, some different setting for, for business, I guess. Yeah. Are they, are your campers the same? Like, do they look exactly the same or are they kind of unique? Um, they're almost the same, like they're the same model, but one is like a meter longer okay. and so a little bit different, okay. but they're, uh, yeah, they're both Volkswagen and mm -hmm. uh, the similar type of car. So um, that's also good for us because I have for some equipment, I just need one type of this equipment. Mm. For example, if someone wants the bikes with them, uh, it's this, it fits to both cars. So that's, that's why it's nice to have almost mm. the same one. Yeah. So what does that look like with, with maintenance and stuff? So you said you, you only need the same equipment. Do you need the same, do you use the same tools for them or do you have other people fix the cars or do you do that yourself um yeah you know like small things i try to fix by myself mm -hmm. of course if there's something you know with the brakes or tires like normal mechanical things mm -hmm. i go to a mechanic who does it but um yeah often it's things there are also amazing websites where people you know like tutorials how to fix that how to fix that yeah. And it's just, um, I really like to do that because it's some practical things mm -hmm. and usually I can do it. I try to, to do it. It takes probably way more time, but uh, it's also fun.
to have a challenge. So, oh. what happens if it breaks down when one of your guests is using it? <laughs> um, yeah, it has not happened yet. Well, that's good. God. Um, but uh, there is the insurance on it. Okay. So if that would happen, um, of course I'm safe because I would, you know, worst case I would get the the money like what is the worth of the whole car. Mm. And they would kind of get uh, a new car. Okay. Um, it's like an assistance package mm. where they would get the car to, to end their holiday, basically. Okay. Probably not a camper car, but they, they would get a, a car. And um, yeah, but it, it ne has not happened yet. So. Yeah. Um, so how do you... Um, deal with like bad experiences have you had anybody that have you had any bad experiences with it and if so like what has been your response to that um the bad experiences were, were more the ones you know when they uh when you just you, you, you tried to uh, get a booking right and mm -hmm. people were you were investing time with them, you know, an hour or two talking with them, explaining everything. And then you fix a, a date and then you don't get a response. And then you realize, wow, where, what's going on? And then they say, no, I, now I have a different one and I don't need it. So that's kind of the bad experience. Okay. Um, my response now would be more really to, to get the first contacts more with mail, um, you know, that they, that they, I don't have so much time, what I lose on explaining everything. And if they book it, I'm super happy to talk with them, you know, and mm -hmm. because then it's booked, you know, I have a, sec um, a security that they um, book the car and if they uh, uh, reschedule it, you know, I get a little bit of the money at least. Okay. And then I take more time, kind of the customer service. But in the beginning, you know, I was like, yeah, talking with them two hours. And then they're like, yeah, no, I don't take it. <laughs> so that's maybe something I learned. Yeah. So how do you communicate with them then? Do you communicate with them through the website or do they have your personal contact information? Um, basically, they make a request and I can either call them, write them a mail, or in this website, they also have a chat, do it right there. Okay. So I usually do it with their chat mm. and have some uh, mails already, you know, like uh, set up, which mail I can send to them, which information. And um, yeah, and then some of them, they're like, yeah, we would like to talk or can we fix this? They have some questions, so okay. yeah. What's like the biggest apprehension or the biggest concern people have when they talk to you about renting your camper normally? Um, yeah, some of them, they have no experience with camping. So they're either, <laughs> either they're like, yeah, but how is the gas? Are you sure that it's not leaking and we die? And I'm like, yes, I'm really sure. And um, I can, I will explain you everything, how it works. It's still a small, pretty small car. 
yeah. actually a small bus. So it's not a huge thing, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, so it's probably their concern about if they can, you know, manage it. Um, yeah, how is how is it with electricity and the water? How can we, you know, what if the water is dirty? Mm. And then they freak out and I'm like, yeah, there, you can also, you know, there's a one um, thing where you can get dirty water out of the car okay. and then you can just um, refresh it with fresh, fresh one. It's not that complicated. <laughs> yeah, we, I'm just laughing because of thinking of our, the way our family does camping, which is the most luxury roughing it you've ever seen. We bring like... <laughs> air mattresses and stuff we'll stay in in tents but we bring air mattresses and um <laughs> try to stay at the nicest what we have here is um koas that's what they're called at campground of america but with a k instead of a c <laughs> they um one time we stayed at one that literally had a like a man-made pond thing that you could ride little paddle boats on and things like that so yeah they're usually oh. They're usually pretty nice, and we, we like to think that we're roughing it, but we're really not. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and for those of you guys who are listening, you guys got to understand, Sebastian is one probably one of the most outdoorsy people I can think of. <laughs> so I'm sure you have a lot of really good tips for them. Do you have any, like, things that you do to make it more personalized? Like, here's a list of places to visit or... Um, recipes you can cook in the in the equipment here anything like that that you guys do um that's probably more the part of my wife where she puts a little bit of love in the cars maybe so yeah we try to with you know with the equipment to just also have uh yeah nice things you know not only uh, practical things but they also yeah. look nice and are comfortable like the, you know, uh, a camping table or the seats to it. Mm. Um, yeah, we have in one camper, I think we have like a recipe book. And um, yeah, we, of course, also give them some personal um, tips. Yeah, you need to go to this lake and um, yeah, make it more personal. Yeah, a little bit, I guess. Yes. That's awesome. So for somebody starting out with this, what would you recommend? things to avoid or things to absolutely do yes i mean the first thing you need is uh, you need to have a camper of <laughs> course and uh, maybe you have to be not you know just willing that other people will use it you know if it's your yeah. holy cow like expression we say in german um, <laughs> then don't do it right if you're super picky about everything, mm -hmm. but if you're just okay that other people use it, maybe there will be a scratch in one or other thing. Mm -hmm. um, but then, you know, just, it's a good training just to let it go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and not everything will stay the same forever. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then just start it, you know, mm -hmm. uh, have people rent it and, and maybe some friends first to trust a little bit more. Yeah. And then, um, you know, to think the best from the people who, who want it, you know, and, and give them uh, kind of a trust in, in advance. Mm. So that's maybe a tip. Yes. Trust people not to wreck your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's fair. That's fair. And if, okay, they do, so and if they do, it's not the end of the world. <laughs> 
Right. Yes. You know, if you're you, there is of course a contract, and you have the right. You know, if there's something broken, you can say, "Wow, man, that's that's like two hundred bucks." So I just take keep it from the deposit. You can do that, of course. Okay. Um, you know, or you give them a chance. You say, "Okay, please buy me a new one," and or repair it and whatever. Mm-hmm. But yes, you of course you are you're safe in this, this kind of uh, yeah, not losing something there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to transition into our um, sister gawk portion of the show. And we're going to tell you guys a story about Sebastian. And maybe I think Sebastian probably could tell this a little bit better than I can, but I'm going to start off and maybe you can fill in for us. <laughs> um, so we used to work together at a camp. And one of the things that the camp did every day was they just had styrofoam cups for the kids to use. And the more I think about this, the more I'm like, this would so not fly in any COVID-19 post world. (laughs) But um, Sebastian is like very against the use of waste. Because I mean, you know, it like affects the planet, right? And so he had this great marketing pitch for the one cup challenge in which you kept your single styrofoam cup for an entire week at every meal. (laughs) And oh my word, you should tell, tell us a little bit about how that, how that went for you. Like, did you have to store them and everything or what, what ended up happening? Yeah. You know, um, I mean, me as a European, we're like, in this case, you know, ecological, we have a a different mindset or a different, there's a lot of green waves around here in Europe. So for me, that was a big shock, you know, that just, uh, like 200 people every day, three times, three meals a day, they eat from styrofoam cups and everything. So it was a shock for me. Mm. And then see all this angry, or no, not angry, but also funny kids just popping the cup in the end. It was for me like, no, no, you have just got like three sips of water out of it. You can't destroy it. <laughs> so I thought, you know, I had rest, restless nights. And then I said to my, I started to, to calculate it, you know, how, how a whole week, how much waste we would have. Mm. And then I, I came to this crazy number of, I don't know, thousands of cups. Mm. And then I said, okay, guys, let's make a challenge. You know, you can use this cup for a whole week. And um, yeah, it, it went um, good. I think that maybe first two days <laughs> and then some of them they started just to uh, you know pop it right next to me and <laughs> just kind of tease me with it and and then one per- one person got a little bit sick you know and then of course it was like no all the bacteria is there and you can't do this and then it yeah it was gone it was just um yeah <laughs> the germ factor of keeping the same cups i just yes. I literally remember seeing you guys and you whipped out a stack of cups from your backpack that were all pre-used in a stack and you would give them to every single one of your campers. And I just remember being like, if someone is sick, they are all getting sick now. (laughs) So saving the planet, saving their health. I don't know. It's a toss up. (laughs) Builds the immunity. That's you need. <laughs> we should have just invested in plastic cups to run them through the washer. <laughs> no, 
actually there are plastic cups there they have washer there but mm. it was too much work <laughs> so that was the sad part of it <laughs> but uh. of course i i i'm not the person who has to wash like hundreds of cups every day but, yeah, yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, thank you so much for joining us and talking and sharing about your experiences uh, renting out your campers. Um, we hope to see the rest of you next week. If you have enjoyed our podcast, please share it with a friend.